brought to you almost live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoking host, the good old boys. Suds, suds, it's time for more suds. Hey there. Come on in, make yourself comfortable, and settle in. This is another great suds segment where good beer meets eh, questionably bad radio. Juliana, I promise not to screw up anything in the intro whatsoever. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. And that lasted point two seconds. We did it, guys. You were off to we such a it. great start. Nah, that's okay. Um, hi guys, and welcome. So I'm good old gal Juliana, and with me today at this special table is little boy Dave. <laughs> oh my! I'm Larry. This is my brother Daryl, and this is my other brother Daryl. <laughs> Probably the right response. Probably. Yes. 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 Um, Is that your theme song? I was going to say that really explains your relationship <laughs> in a lot of ways. It does, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. 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 You know, I mean, if Dave had basically a sound clip that he would walk up and say, hi, you know, that yeah. would be what I would that hear fits. in my head. Yeah. It does. It, it Sadly, it does. Yes. Also with us at the table, good boy, Mike. Hold my hand. I feel so special. <laughs> Watch out, that's not his hand. Those aren't pillows. Oh, boy. <laughs> and good old boy Sparky. Um, I'm good old boy Sparky, and I can't feel my molars anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be explaining that part in just a minute. <laughs> Mike, feel his molars for him. Uh, <laughs> I'm still on a work release. I'm not allowed to do that. Say, can be a as glove. long as that thing's around his ankle, he can't do that. <laughs> do you have to? Do I have to use gloves for that? Uh, boundaries, maybe wow. lube. I'm not quite sure. It's a safe space. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag me too. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> and we're well, done. <laughs> so the point at which this episode completely degraded was at what mark we made it at four three minutes. minutes and 18 seconds actually we didn't make it almost. three minutes <laughs> yeah two minutes and 54 oh, <laughs> <laughs> and there we are okay well this suds episode is hopefully brought to you by the law offices of scratchers j scratcherton are you a kitty do you need an attorney Come on down to the law offices law offices of Scratchers J. Scratcherton. Scratchers J. Scratcherton, attorney at law. She'll fight for her clients and give injustice the claw. Scratchers J. Scratcherton is not licensed to practice law in any of the 50 states. So, today's episode is really special. Really? Because we're really, really drunk. <laughs> My mama says I'm really special. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um, good old boy Sparky was kind enough to bring us a very special lineup. This from is kind. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry I've brought us to a place of depravity. And <laughs> triple dog dare you. Seemed nice at all the time. This beer. <laughs> 
It was it was a good thought. It really was. Really? Um, <laughs> hey, so, that's why there's Uber. Yes. So this is um, a special lineup from Braxton Brewing Company in Covington, Kentucky. From their Heritage Series, we have, huh, for your listening pleasure, the Dark Charge Imperial Stout and some neat variants. For the earliest folks living around Covington, Kentucky, the Ohio River was a crucial artery. Goods and services were made available via flat boat, connecting families and communities to the larger world. Ha. Huh. That's how this region got its coal, for example. The rich, dark diamonds that hit the lights, warmed the homes, and fired the power that built the city. The marketing person really overthought this copy. No way, dude. That's cool. Oh, this is like strong. Sparkly oh black God. things that are shining yeah. in the nighttime. These backgrounds. Then they light yeah. your... I know. It's cool. So they brew that spirit into this strong, dark imperial stout, aging it in barrels that give a lasting depth to the finish. From right here in the garage of West 7th Street, they brew a stout bold enough to light a city. Dark Charge is a massive... <laughs> Massive is an understatement. That is an understatement. Um, That's true. Imperial Stout that showcases Kentucky's heritage, bourbon. Dark is the Covington night. Are you okay? Uh, no. <laughs> I, no. I, I absolutely could not feel my left foot. <laughs> I know. I think like parts of my body are shutting down right now. <laughs> They're just um, in, uh, what is that? Something save? Something save? Auto save? Energy save. Energy saving mode. Energy <laughs> saving mode. <laughs> the left hemisphere of my brain is an energy saving mode. Actually, it has been for most of my adult life, but I really am feeling it or not feeling it now. Mm, definitely not. But at some point, <laughs> it'll turn on again. The palsy has struck. Hopefully, hopefully it'll <laughs> kick back on. I don't know. Yeah, really. Um, so this beer features notes of stone fruits and chocolate and coffee and oats and roasted malt and umami. Umami. With an oil-like consistency and a tan head. A tan head. <laughs> it's something that is not chocolate. Or coconut, or walnut, or peanut butter, or nougat, or butter butter, or caramel, or sprinkles. No sprinkles. <laughs> yes, this feels like a chocolate factory. It does. It, it totally does. does. Don't chase me. I'm full of oh, chocolate. Chocolate don't, factory for drunks. Don't, do not eat That's the true. chocolate. <laughs> Save some for later. Please, Mr. Wonka, don't put your chocolate on me. Oh, God. <laughs> oh my God. I'm telling you. It's totally it. Wow. Whew. Okay. So today's lineup includes the original bourbon barrel aged Imperial Stout. Yeah, yeah. Followed by the special bourbon maple barrel aged stout that was aged for two years in the maple bourbon barrel. It was 23 year old bourbon that. Who makes a 23 year old bourbon? Yes, that 20, were aged in maple. Yeah, for maple two syrup years. was aged in that and then they dumped it. And okay, then filled that it. for two years. Dang, yeah. where, okay, where do you Sorry. get that maple syrup at? I don't know, but where do you get that bourbon? 
at that's yeah. 23 euros uh, old and could pay for my weird. children's college <laughs> education. Oh, that makes sense. So There's they, twinkles in the lights of their eyes right now. That's true. I didn't know the story behind that beer. It's not interesting. Yeah. Okay. 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 Um, that makes sense. So thank you for that clarification. That's Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. that's a thing. That's that's a big thing. It's a, yeah. It's a very big thing. Okay. Um, we also have a bourbon barrel aged uh, Pinot which we'll get into later. The bourbon barrel-aged tiramisu, the bourbon barrel-aged cherry and vanilla, the mm. bourbon barrel-aged s'mores, do you sense a theme here? And the bourbon barrel-aged mole. Holy mole? Exactamundo. So we just drank all those? Um, And we're going to continue to drink those. Oh my God, save us all. Yes. We're going to pound the rest of the bottles right, right after the show. Like do a cuvee? Way. Don't say the word pound in the ABV on these ever. Yeah, 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 that's not that's not healthy for children. So, good old boy Sparky, would you do us the honors of discussing the ratings? Yeah, ratings. So we've got uh, our. We'll be discussing these and rating these beers with our suds ratings plus our signature belching sounds. Here are those ratings now. One that sucks. Give me anything but a bud. Two, was that a belch? Three, ah, what a relief. Four, a body should really not make that sound. Five, listen to that hang time. Give me another. Okay, that's a palate cleanser wow. in itself, isn't it? Pretty sure one of those was not a belch. I no. Think it came from the other end. No, there's a rude bodily function, though. Yep. One of those is a sound coming from me right now, but you'll just have to guess which one. There is it's a true. certain point in your body after which uh, the air crosses, it is no longer a belch. It becomes something else. Oh, it's true. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Wow. That's you, science, actually. Yeah. That, you, you've yeah. ever, yeah, you're, you're, you've thought about this a little too much. It's, a, it's like your own internal equator. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, no matter what hemisphere you're in right now, <laughs> something's gone yeah. down south. That's true. Once it hits the southern hemisphere, you're, wow. you can clear a room. Mm. Oh, that sounds awesome. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for that, good old boy Dave. I don't quite know what so, to make of that. That's what I'm here for. That's, yeah, exactly. All right. So let's get to it. So why don't we just start with the first one, which is just the basic. And I hate to use the term basic on this. Um, it's not like hashtag basic. It's just basic. It is. It is. The bourbon barrel-aged imperial stout that's clocking in at a hefty 13.7%. He's a biggin. He is a biggin. Um, all right. So. Well, the first thing that struck me about this was I was thinking about all the other bourbon barrel-aged uh, stouts, you know, that uh, we've had and this one to me was probably one of the more weaker renditions of you know that particular beer um the other thing we always have a conversation when you drop something in a barrel is what's going on and are playing with that in this case is it is there more booze than beer or is this beer with booze and this is actually beer with bourbon the the beer is the thing that's actually, you know, coming through here uh, was the thing I saw in the interplay, you know, with the barrel itself. Yeah. But I think that's good, though. I think that's what you want. Yeah. It's it's a very delicate balance, you know, whenever you're barrel aging. 
I get a lot of wood and bourbon on the nose. And then when you drink it, you just get the wood hits you first thing, booze, chocolate. And there was really nice, no burn. And as I'm drinking it, as it's warmed up a little bit, it's even gotten better. I thought I'd. I agree. Yeah, it's it's very it's very chewy. It's it's not as oh, that's a good. Um, it's not as dark fruity as I wanted it mm-hmm. to be. So the the dark fruits is is lacking. But um, yes, there's a lot of woodiness and there's a lot of heat from the bourbon. I um, down nothing dominating. No, you know, no, and it's not. Yeah. I mean, it's meh, but kind of in the madness of it, it's building. <laughs> it's Something a, a good base. That's where we start. <laughs> and we'll be back in just a minute. <laughs> hey there. <laughs> and welcome back. We're enjoying ourselves today with Sparky, please stop holding my hand. I I'm, I'm enjoying special. I'm enjoying us right now, Mike. <laughs> just let this moment happen. It's so sweet. I know. Do you need need to be alone? No. <laughs> please. Please don't <laughs> turn on the webcam for a while. <laughs> All right. So for those of you just tuning in, um, we're talking about a nice little series here from Braxton Brewing Company in Covington, Kentucky. Their Heritage Series, they pulled out this beautiful Dark Charge Imperial Stout. And right now we're starting with the one that started it all. which The is OG. The, uh, mm. Yes, the OG barrel-aged Imperial Stout. And uh, we're just, you know, this is, this is a good base. <laughs> On which they built all their variants. I mean, it's totally meh, but I mean, it's really good. I mean, you know. <laughs> well, it did pretty well at Fobab, according to the Chicago Tribune. Okay. Just saying. Well, there you go. It was like one Fobab. of their five favorites. Was it really? Cool. See? Cool. Who are those guys? Fobab. I don't know. Not us. Not the Washington Post. <laughs> That's for Hacks. sure. Um. Not the Times. <laughs> there are no sip, suds, and smokes. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, let me ask you this. Does this feel like a 13.7% beer? Oh, that's a great question. No, I do not think it does at okay. all. That's a really good. Uh, no, probably, not even yeah. as it's warmed up. I think uh, probably of everything here, I felt like this was probably the weaker one, you know, uh, from, you. from a ABV wah, you know, wah. perspective. So Right. No, that's yeah. what that's I would. interesting. That's a really great point, Juliana. I think you shouldn't comp- uh, confuse weakness with smoothness. Or punch. Or yeah. effect. Well, like I'm pretty smooth, but I'm also kind of weak. So, that's true. You know, he is. He's very weak. Yeah. One thing that caught my attention around this particular beer was, you know, uh, the one thing that we've tasted a thousand beers all together, and the thing that is always the dead giveaway is which tasting glass is riding low, and that is always the dead giveaway that something is going on with this. And in my particular case, in the flight, this was my low rider, um, and. And the tasting flight. And I don't know if it's just because it's I kept on coming back to it and I was going, there has to be something else here that I'm just looking for, you know? And I think you do that with a lot of barrel-aged products that you're always coming back to it and going, Oh, sure. Uh, something here. I can't quite put my finger on it. Well, know? since we tried six variants on the base beer, that was kind of probably, you know, a bit of it too. Because I remember tasting a couple of them and then coming back to it like, okay, what does the original taste like? Okay, mm. bringing it back. Yeah, and, and figuring out where it, like, without really looking at the um, label to know what was inputted into that variant. Sure. Um, anyways, well, for this one, which is the Dark Charge Bourbon Barrel Aged OG, we rated this guy a three. Okay, well, now 
Let's get into the funk. Dun, dun, dun. This guy clocking in at another 13.7%. That's kind of a popular theme here today, ladies and gents. See what they gents. did there. Yeah. Um, this is the Mole, uh, which oh. is bourbon barrel aged, imperial stout. Sorry. Ole. Um, Mole. <laughs> sorry. I did the Mexican stance. There. Mole. Oh. I'm sorry you can't see that. Mole. 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 Miguel. <laughs> we're going to talk about the mole. Yes. So we're going to Mexico. Bueno. Um, ancho chilies, vanilla, cinnamon, and yes. cocoa. These yes. ancho chilies. <laughs> Well, so that was the first thing that was jumping out at me. I was sitting there when we were tasting these, and I have cooked so many uh, things. And uh, one of the things I make is uh, a uh, it's a dipping sauce. It's uh, but it's not a mole. It's actually with sugar. It's and, good. It's very good. Um, hmm. And uh, the I was trying to think of the chili, and and um, uh, Sparky was sitting across me. I'm like. There's a it's a brown pepper, you know. It's usually dried. You have to reconstitute it, and I've I've worked with this a hundred times. I can't think of it. And he was like going through a list of peppers, and, and there's none a of long which were list correct. of peppers, which were yeah. none yeah. of which were correct. Well, yeah. you know, I would say that you know the uh, a keto paste that you would have, or adobo paste that we'd have like uh, many times with uh, chipotle. Uh, very close, you know, some of this, but ancho chili was totally, you know, spot on. A very earthy, mm. you know, chili uh, that you would get around this. There's a little bit of heat off ancho. Um, and I really thought that was a dead ringer. I don't know what, if anything, they used in this or if it was on the bottle and they just, it was a dead giveaway and I'm just totally wrong. But that was where I was going that. That was kind of the predominant. There were two things, chocolate and ancho chili, you know, kind of interplaying together. I thought that was a, most of what I was. According to the I label, you're cinnamon. correct. Really? Yeah, it's uh, bourbon. for the mic. Bourbon barrel aged with ancho chili, <laughs> vanilla. Vanilla. I didn't get vanilla. That's interesting. I didn't get vanilla. Cinnamon and co- cocoa. I got oh. the I got the cinnamon. I'm yeah, I got cinnamon, cinnamon too. Yeah. Absolutely got a nice little burn from the entree and the cinnamon. I think the vanilla is kind of laying back behind totally. some of the other flavors. I think it's masked by the sugar for sure. Oh, totally. Um, there is a little bit of heat from mm-hmm. the chili there, yeah. not to be confused with the like heat boozy. of the it's mostly on right. the back end and yeah. the finish. You know, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not like a super long. You know, kind of sits hot. on your not lips a, chili a little beer. bit. Yeah, no. no. No, the the smell on this um, reminds me of Abuelito, the Mexican hot chocolate. Yeah, yeah, it really does. That's cool. Wow. Yeah, listen to that. All right. Mm. <laughs> I kind of, I mean, when I drank this, I mean, I, of course, I'm a heat freak. Love, love spicy so much. Um, but I was kind of like hoping like to taste more coffee flavor in this, uh, either from the base beer or maybe an adjunct. I didn't realize it didn't have any in it uh but i think i think with a little bit more coffee this would be a little bit more coffee a little bit more heat this would be pretty amazing well you know the one thing was just the flat out you know the name of this and it was really kind of setting things up that when you call something a mole you think of mole yeah yeah, you think of a mole sauce you know um and to me a really good mole sauce is it's like 18 layers of flavor. It is. Yeah. Very and complex. Is That's a good point. Very complex. That's a good point. Well, know? it's more a little more savory. Yeah, it is. This is. And this is like more sweet. So if they just said like Mexican hot chocolate yeah. 
or this, like whatever that word you said. This was is like a dumbed down. Abuelito. Uh, this yeah. is a. Uh, Abuelito. That's what they should have called it. Uh, <laughs> this is a gringo version of mole. I mean, it really is kind of a dumbed down version of really a, a, a mole sauce. And I think part of what's stealing any of that flavor component away is the sugar characteristics um, that's within this beer. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm finding that as it's warming up, it's more and more chill. It's more and more the chili. Chili. Yeah. Through. Yeah. You definitely get on the nose. I mean, that's. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I like it. we rated this beer, which is the Bourbon Barrel Aged Mole from Braxton Brewing Company, a three. <laughs> now, let's go completely sideways. <laughs> I think that happened a <laughs> long to, time yeah, ago. I was about to say. Now for As opposed to wherever I'm at right now. Yeah, yeah we're, yes. we're still continuing to taste these and sample these for you, America. Yes. I, I like how Sparky has this aspirational glass of water next to him. I've not watched him get <laughs> But that it's well far enough. away. It's, it's like an aspirational <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can't see, you know, the fact uh-huh. that it's just kind of staring at it, but he's not hitting it. Well, the know? funny thing is yeah. you think that's water. <laughs> <laughs> it's gin, just Mike. Gin. It's just gin. It's just gin. As, soon as, as soon as these stouts really start to bore me, I'm going to start hitting the gin. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Okay, so next up from Braxton's Dark Charge series is their s'mores. Oh. So, this one, I said we're going sideways. <laughs> so, this one is 13.7% as well. That's weird. Okay, I know. Um, bourbon barrel aged, of course, imperial stout with cocoa nibs, marshmallow, and graham cracker crust. Hmm. Yeah, the first thing I thought was missing was that last part. I know. I, like, I don't think that there was any graham cracker, you know, component well, to this. No, I, no, 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 no. I'm going to disagree with you. Not I think really. that adds to the round mouthfeel of this because to me, this has a very round, creamy well, mouthfeel. I don't know if that's necessarily the marshmallows as much as it is the graham a, cracker. There's a component to the sweetness at the end that I think could be part of the graham cracker. I want everybody to keep track of the number of times we say sweet through describing this beer because that yeah. is was definitely I, the I thing. did not have diabetes before this episode. <laughs> I do now. This um, is a pastry stout all the way. And and I got I, I'm okay with that. But I don't think I don't this think is it my is. favorite one. No? See this is not like to me to me a pastry stout is like cloyingly sweet. Like, mm. like no you're right. No I no I, I, I okay Yes, I agree that a lot of these are sweet, but I do not think that they are like... I mean, I've had some where you get like a sugar headache after your first couple of sips. Like a a pastry stout to me is where the base beer doesn't hold up to the sweetness. Mm. And to me, the bourbon and everything, I think... Yes, we did. Yeah, we've had that. I think the base beer and the the bourbon and everything, I think they hold up to the sweetness from, you know, the extra sugars and things in here. This is not the pastryarchy. No, 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 not at all. This this holds the the Imperial Start base. I mean, you could taste it there. The marshmallow really comes through on this one. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is very... I think this is the most marshmallowy of any marshmallow beer I've had. Marshmallowy. That's in the BJCP. I just guys. want to Both say the, the professional aspect which he's describing marshmallowy is just it's to be envied. You so know, in, the, in the beer judge, here, would you here. say that it has a high degree of marshmallowness? Yes, I think they use What's the roasting the time fun- on those marshmallows. Like <laughs> these were clearly minute, artisan, artis- yes. artisanally sourced. The yeah. marshmallows, organic. Yeah, yeah, these are these are legit marshmallows in here. 
free I'm, free I'm range free range yeah. with unicorn sure. tears. I will. Yes. <laughs> I really enjoy this. A lot. Like, are you guys getting yeah. any of the? You know, like when you kind of toast your marshmallows. Like, I get a little bit of that almost ashiness. Uh, I actually wrote really in my head. This needs more whipped cream. That's the one thing that is missing from this beer. It needs more whipped cream. But there is a slight tinge of carameliness to it, which I wonder if that is the a gram. light char. Yeah. Maybe well, the meets the gram. If yeah. I had to alter this just a little bit more, I would probably kick up the element of bitterness and roast in this and okay. a touch of lactose. I really think those are the two things that were just a bit off for me anyway. So you want more bitter and more sweet? <laughs> well, I think I want more bitter and more mouthfeel. Yeah, that's it. So bigger, totally. thicker. I could, okay. I could totally get with that though. I mean, yeah, yeah. It, this was Mike asking for lactose. Seriously, what <laughs> is wrong with that picture? You know, so I would never do that. Okay, this I is recorded, so we can, I know. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just absolutely admitted. Now it. that yeah. we've got him wasted, this we're going to do a raspberry. <laughs> we're going to do a raspberry episode. He's right after with this. this episode. Oh. He's, uh, he's usually lactose. A raspberry tolerant. cream imperial yeah. stout, just for yeah. him. Oh, that's your target. Braxton, are you hearing like this? Drinking it, but I like <laughs> when they feel good after it. <laughs> yeah, can we can we have a torture mic episode? Oh, really? we are. Oh, it was the raspberry that. episode. Let's yes. let's let's put up every single. I'll put some Utopias in there. No, 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 no. Oh, no. Yeah. Everything, everything. Just like, no. uh, we, we had that episode. It's called "Love Is in the Air." It was a raspberry episode. We did it for Valentine's Day, and we rerun it. Uh, we did it for you know, love. on the back catalog. So yeah, yeah. okay. So we've All already right. we've already tortured Mike. We should call it. Give Mike the raspberry. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh <God. laughs> this is bad. Can we get? It could be an audience thing. Like uh, everybody vote for what beer you think Mike would. Oh, hate the that most. would be amazing. And we yes. will have that yeah. beer, and raspberry Mike creaminess. This yeah, this is why our production meetings are never public. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So how okay. We- so, anyways, uh, for the dark charge imperial stout, that was the s'mores, s'mores. variant. S'mores. We gave this a four. Uh, we had to veto Mike. Yeah. Now, Needs more whipped cream. Yeah. So speaking <laughs> of raspberries, let's go into the red here. Um, and let's do the cherry and vanilla variants. Nice. Yes. So this is, of course, the bourbon barrel-aged imperial stout that we all know and love here with fresh picked cherries and Madagascar vanilla beans. This one is a Wimpy thirteen point seven or thirteen point five percent as opposed oh, to the thirteen point seven. holding us back. What is this near beer? I'm pretty sure that my entire ABV scale has been broken by this episode. <laughs> yeah. So Man, this beer is awesome. I like it a lot. Yeah, I, it got way better. Is it? Is it? Is it warm? Yeah. While we were talking about no. it, we're talking about the other beers. This beer. I mean, that cherry and the vanilla got huge in this beer. Uh, this is, I, I mean, they picked some really good vanilla beans for this because uh, Which this costs is a, like a bazillion dollars. I'm sure. Probably. I'm yeah. sure. But that is very the first pure. Word I wrote down was vanilla. I mean, that's the first thing that yeah. hits you uh, when you have this beer for sure. I, I got a lot of chocolate on the nose when I smelled this, even though there's no chocolate adjunct added no. to it, but it was really just weird roast. when it was, yeah. Yeah. Like, I just like, like chocolate bars when I first thought I'm not getting that as much now, but when it was a little bit cooler. Yeah. But yeah. Just, just the cherry vanilla. I wrote confection and booze. So I wrote confection down and poo. The, oh, booze. oh, I yes. thought the cherry was very subtle in this. 
Um, and it's on the back end of this taste profile. I think as it well. definitely plays second fiddle to the vanilla. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it the, does. I'll be honest with you. So, cherry is my easily my favorite fruit. I love cherry anything. I love to try anything with it. I hate Bell's cherry stout. Like, to me, that is just gross. It's I cherry hate. with stout. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's almost cool. as they use I cherry extract on it. Yeah. It's, it's terrible. I think this is just so much like this makes me really just wonder, like, Will there be a chocolate covered cherry beer? I do like Can the I subtle nature yeah. of this. You know, I don't think it's going full. You know, uh, drugstore. You know, cherry covered. You know, or no. chocolate covered no. cherry. You know? no, it's, no. it's a very no, special kind way. of cherry flavor. It's not like the gross. I think this yeah. is snozberries taste like snozberries. <laughs> <laughs> so this is beer with vanilla with cherries, cherries. Yeah. on the back end. You never lose sight that it's a a barrel aged stout. Yeah. Yeah. Right yeah. Now. And so I, I don't think it gets lost. I did write down, uh, please scrape my tongue after uh, <laughs> after consuming this. That's a fetish, though. So that's it's, kind we of a, should, uh, yeah. a we should thing. get some that's really a personal Sip, issue. Suds, and Smokes <laughs> branded tongue scrapers. Can you call like somebody to do that for you? Yeah, I think there's a service much like Uber or Lyft. <laughs> I know a guy. <laughs> tongue scraping. I, I know a guy. On demand. Call. There's an app for that. He'll scrape your tongue. <laughs> yeah. sure. like yeah. There's an app for that. Yeah. Yeah. Can you sure. can you yeah, choose the yeah. number of times like an interval or my tongue scrape like every minutes? Well, yeah. If you subscribe minutes? to it, I mean, you get the discount because you're There's getting- a little guy in India <laughs> going. Well, we're going to take care of it for you. We scrape your tongue. Just press go every time you want your tongue scraped. And we you just got banned in India. Yes, yeah. that's right. Uh, yeah. But my head's still bobbling with with joy. So. That's true. <laughs> Everyone wow. here in Mumbai says, thank you very much. I don't think anybody's driving home after this episode. Probably not. <laughs> oh, no, my I'm, God. I'm really. Luckily, there's a couch. Wait, I just want to tell my family I love them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, it's a good run. You should pre-stage that text. That's yeah. what you should do. Spoiler. should have. Yeah. 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 Pre-deliver that one. <laughs> what had happened was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that that would be the name of this. That's. Probably the name of this whole series, you know what it happened. Was. What it happened was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the name of this discussion. <laughs> so, look, I don't know. Honey. I just all of a sudden there was like all this vanilla and stout. And when I woke up, it was Thursday. <laughs> yeah, her name was Rebecca. I don't. I have no idea what happened. <laughs> I don't even know how, what happened to my wisdom teeth. I don't know. <laughs> Look, I know those weren't the pants yeah. I was I was wearing when I walked out, but I'm still wearing pants. I don't know whose pants these are, you know? Crazy. Lady pants. Hey, at least they fit. Um, so the thing- <laughs> I think we've all learned something today. Plan ahead, people. When I'm, you're just, drinking these beers. I'm just glad no one's recording this. <laughs> no, yeah, that's good. That's exactly yeah, right. That's true. There you go. True. Also, there, why did yes. everybody bail on us after the first episode? <laughs> no, yeah. You know. Deuces. <laughs> uh, I lost a bet today. That's all I got to say. Okay. Wow. Wow. But overall, I, I thought that this was a good version because the cherry and the vanillas, like, in other stouts, they can get lost, but you're still tasting the base. Yeah, and that's what I'm really impressed about is beyond anything else is that you still taste the base. And beer. it's a really pleasant cherry flavor too. It's not artificial. It is. Yeah. So for this version of the Dark Charge, which is their cherry vanilla, we rated this a three. It seems low now, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, I know. After I, we've, sp- it was over my uh, my protesting. We'll be back in just a minute. How dare you discuss uh, landscape? Help, help, I'm being repressed. (laughs) 
What do you mean I can have a lawn jockey in my yard? <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've seen those in your neighborhood, actually. Oh, I'm like, I'm like 99% sure I've seen Oh, I'm sorry. We're back on the air. We are back on the air. <laughs> Hi, guys. Somewhere. And girls. Nobody's listening. Who are Don't listening. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> so we are in the middle of enjoying. Of an intervention. I think the, I think the middle is a vast understatement. <laughs> So we've been enjoying, <laughs> clearly, um, this series from Braxton Brewing Company, Covington, Kentucky, for those of you that don't know. Yeah, this is the Dark Charge series, um, if you will, of their Imperial Stouts. I think what's interesting is I'm, I'm actually staring around. So I'm actually finishing all my tasting cups. Sparky is like, he's like staring at like an ounce at the bottom of every glass. Like true. I'm just... This is my this is my personal protest saying I'm not I'm not finished. No, I'm not. I'd also like to stay married. You're not gonna do a day. You're not gonna do a day where you pour like fourteen of them. Oh, the master blend. The master blend. Cuvee. Bring it on. I will chug the cuvee. Hmm. Okay. Dump bucket challenge. What's next? Well, next up in Ah. this series, we are going to talk about tiramisu. Via Italiano. Exactly. Tiramisu. This one is coming in at thirteen point seven percent. No shocker. Um, of course, this is the base, which is the barrel, the bourbon barrel-aged imperial stout. They have an espresso roast mm. from Starter mm. Coffee, which is in Covington, Kentucky. Some Madagascar <gasps> vanilla and some cocoa nibs. And so, yeah, okay. There's Holy roast. Holy roast. Oh, my gosh. Very roasty. I am telling you. this On the nose, big time. This is a full-blown roasting experience, a bitter bomb. Um, and it's a good thing really going on here. Yeah. So we were talking about kind of the base malt that was going on here with the original version. Mm-hmm. That just... It needed a little oomph. It needed a little more punch off that, you know, base coffee roast malt. And it if they had just gone after a little more coffee like this, this was the magic touch. Yeah. You know, with the malt that there's so much going on with this beer. Mm -hmm. It is, but okay, if you think about tiramisu, and tiramisu is a is a really beautiful, delicate dessert, you want the coffee to shine through on that dessert. I mean, you got the wafers, right? And you got the whipped cream and all that. But that coffee soaked or the espresso soaked version of that, you know, that. Tir- tiramisu yeah. equals action in my house. So I oh. just want to <laughs> wow. drop those two together there, you know. Wow. I don't know. I'm I don't, sorry. I wish I had a button to hit. I don't know what. I, I'm, I'm going to have to hit that one. I yeah. just I don't know what else action. to do. I just realized <laughs> that. Uh, I've been doing it wrong. Yeah, right. That's correct. I'm going to need you guys to get out. I have to order some I need to go home and get some lady fingers. I'll be right back. Okay. But anyways. I've seen your hands. You already have lady fingers. Yeah. true. Small hands. Smells of cabbages. They're so small. But when you are tasting a tiramisu, you're always like this. The best part to me is always the bottom because that's where Where all the flavors coalesce. Exactly. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. Well, and I would say a lot of people are really looking for (laughs) the dusting of powder, you know, of, of coffee, espresso on the top of this. And that's what I really love about this particular beer is I really think, uh, this is, this is really the essence of a lot of the aroma characteristics that you would have in a really good 
uh, rendition of tiramisu. And it's all the way around. There's a touch of the booze. You you have the coffee, uh, the espresso dust, um, you know, really coming through quite well. And the sugar is in check, you know, with this as well. But absolutely the star of the show is is the, It's quite pungent. The coffee that's really coming through uh, through this and the bitterness. So apparently tiramisu is an aphrodisiac. I'm sorry. I, I just, I'm not. I'm that's not, all Dave heard I'm in not, this conversation. I'm not going to be that. able to get past that. Okay? He is not. He's taking notes. You know, 30 years, no, a I'm, few less. I, no, I'm just it's not saying. that I learned something that I wanted to know, Mike. Are there it's, places you can obtain tiramisu? Like in bulk, I just in pill form? I don't know. I'm asking for a friend. Does Costco sell tiramisu? <laughs> I will give you the delivery. Uh, okay, the place Kirkland, on our side of town. Excellent. So. All right, we'll talk yeah. later. I offline. need thirty cases of tiramisu right, right now. Stat, right now, <laughs> honey. Why is there no room in the fridge? Don't, don't ask questions. That, but, you know, kids, you're like going to go stay with your grandparents for about a week. Hello. Hmm. But okay, so that Back being said, yeah, and and getting <laughs> and okay, the beer's good too. It is, <laughs> but the base beer is still there. It's not too sweet. No, it's not. That's, that's cool. But and, it's what I love. It's not too sweet. But it's yeah. not and overly that makes bitter it either. Good. It's yeah. not. I think we underrated this. Like we're like gushing about this well, beer. Yeah. So uh, it was. It was interesting that uh, of. The entire flight, this is the one beer we were all on one accord. Yep. And we totally agreed that this was, uh, um, we awesome. all rated this the best of the flight. And and I think part of it is just, again, that little punch of, you know, coffee. Made a big difference. Made yeah. a really big difference. So, I mean, if we had to pass a few notes back to Brax and we'd go, hey, I think you should either change your base malt. Or All of your beers should just be just this. Just throw in some starter coffee, right? Yeah. Yeah. What, or where does the vanilla fall in this? Do you guys get any of that at all? Uh, I didn't get it cold oh, and I didn't really. Maybe yeah. that's the binder. A little. Maybe that's the oh, yeah. phantom thread. It rides a little bit together. at the very end. A little bit as it warmed up, but initially, no. Nothing. It yeah. was just this coffee assault. Well, maybe that's that what kind really of brought nice. all together. Maybe. Yeah. maybe. I like coffee assaults. Yeah. Definitely yeah. my favorite. I was assaulted by coffee once. Sure. Yeah. Really? Yeah. But, but this is all a te- I mean, this is also a testament grounds, to the coffee shop. You know, that they're. Yeah, I've, I've had that coffee, man. They they do a great job with that. Uh, do we know which year this one was released uh, by chance? This, this, this is, is all 2017. This is all 2017. Oh, it's all 2017. Yeah, yeah. first week oh, okay. of mm-hmm. December. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Man, I'd yeah. like um, to have another, like, to be able to taste this beer, like, you know, like age it for a couple of years mm. and like see what it does. Yeah. See how it yeah. ages up. I mean, yeah. 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 Well, and I think, uh, I think a lot of these. Totally with the mole and this one would yes. be uh, two of my cell. Well, I have another set. We can come back, you know. Sweet. Wow. Wow. Okay. I'm well, sorry. Would we compare which was the more ridiculous episode, this one or the or one the we one year from now, yeah. like five years well, from now? I know that for the next time we I do this, say I'm going to hook up an IV times. bag yeah. like, and have it right there. Electrolytes. As we're doing the episode. Lots yes. of and electrolytes. And you'll be fine. Yeah, Hopefully, I'll still yeah, be fine. married okay. by then. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> just buy some tiramisu. I just, <laughs> I just want to get home alive. Everybody has to have a goal. It's that's, just life goals. That's small pretty things. pretty sure. lofty at this point. It's true. Yeah, sure. Hmm. Okay. What did we So uh, for the tiramisu version of Braxton's Dark Charge Imperial Stout, we gave this a four. 
Lovely. Solid four. Very solid. solid four. Now. Mm. Mm. And there's two more beers. Ah. Are we down to two more? Yeah. Have we, three. How do we make through the, the other? We, we are going to drift into putting wine with this. Oh. Mm. What's the matter, Colonel Sanders? Okay. Chicken. So now we're going to talk about the Dark Charge, which this one is a smaller bottle, ladies and gents, compared to everything Thank else God. that we've had you know, today. No, it's not about the size. Well, no. Yeah, no, you can this, say that. You're right. You're right. <laughs> so this Spoken one, like a man with lady fingers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this is the Dark Charge Imperial Stout Base. Hey, hey. That has been re-fermented with Pinot Noir, great must from California. Um, so the bourbon part of it was aged for six to eight months. Huh. California Pinot. Yeah, and then re-fermented with uh, California Pinot Noir, mm. and then aged in Pinot Noir barrels for another six months. Oh my God, sorry. Good Lord. Have you tasted this since it got warmer? It got, yeah. it got great. I so, said, damn, son. Yeah. <laughs> and this is the highest ABV out of the whole flight. This one is 14.2%. That should be the name of this beer. <laughs> okay. Right. Call this grape ape. Mm. Wow. Uh, wine and chocolate. Uh, mm. Just this is, uh, you know, definitely a. This is beautiful. This is a wine lover's beer all the way. Um, for somebody who's crossing over in between, not really quite sure what to expect out of a beer genre and thinking that they want to move a little bit uh, beyond. This is a great uh, entry point right here for sure. This is your date night beer. This is with uh, yourself. This <laughs> is this is a very successful evening beer. That's what this is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, you get your lady fingers. You get your <laughs> successful date evening beer. Oh, yes. Yeah. Like what could possibly go wrong? Maybe they should instead of the heritage shoes. This is the how to happy husband series. Wow. <laughs> I'm just going to lay down some plastic. Let me, let me introduce <laughs> you to my son. Wow. You know, you know? <laughs> so. I don't know how to take this, but you know, it, it, <laughs> we'll work on that later. Yeah. <laughs> run, run, Juliana, run. Yeah, That's all I got to say. Just don't look back. Oh Jason, Sparky, Mike, get out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Flee. It's a good run. Is there the, a flight or flight response? Oh, no. my God. Yeah. But the interesting thing about this is when I saw this in the flight, I thought, really? Huh. What yeah. in the flying flip were they thinking? Like, yeah. Agreed. Yeah, I, flying flip. Well, I mean, because Imperial Stouts themselves can be so decadent on their own. Why mm -hmm. would you even bother adding in something as strong as a Pinot Noir. On one I level, mean, it takes over the stout, though. You know, I mean, yeah. it does. It, in a yeah. way, but but it's not, not in a bad way. No, not in a bad way at all. God, I mean, this... I'm kind of mad I gave this to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, so the one question I floated while we were tasting this was, do you know anybody else has dropped a stout into a Pinot barrel or a cab, you know? And I was really reeling over through that. I'm thinking there might be an Almanac beer that may have done this. Maybe, yeah. Be a really good candidate, you know, in the Cascade lineup for sure, you know. We um, need to but, do a uh, uh, stout and Pinot barrels uh, show. Huh. 
They so one interesting thing. So this is from their Braxton Labs, basically. Oh, um, cool. So they basically, you know, they've got which their, is a little different. It is a little bit different. So they've got their main brewery, which is just just I'm a beautiful thinking, brewery. Thinking of three dudes with a nano brew system over in you know in Cincinnati somewhere. Yeah. So no, they literally bought. This is an amazing. If you guys are up it near Cincy or Covington, it's an amazing setup because there was this originally a brewery that was in there's a huge liquor store called party mart and Ooh, i like it and right. it's yep it's, i know exactly where it is it's gigantic it's uh-huh. gigantic it's party there's source. a distillery party it's source huge. sorry party, party source. source you're absolutely yeah. right party source. there's a distillery in the parking lot i'm not making that up <laughs> he's not kidding the, the original owner bought had the liquor but he found out that he couldn't have the liquor store and have the distillery so he sold the liquor store to the employees. So the empl- the party employees source owned. is completely employee oh, wow. owned and has a seven barrel brewery <laughs> in the back of the store with a tap tasting room. So they're good. The, that really is a party source. It's freaking totally. awesome, man. This place and the cool thing about this Only liquor place store I know with this setup. Yeah. yeah. The cool thing about this liquor store is that they get like every freaking amazing beer from every brewery distributor on the planet. In their tap room, and they've got a seven barrel system they can kind of experiment and play around with. I mean, all that is just right there, and it's it's just a really amazing place. And like, I'm I am sure there's no confluence of laws anywhere else in the planet <laughs> other than Kentucky, where something like that. That's true. I can't even imagine like that is you rad. know distillery in the parking lot, the world's biggest freaking liquor store i've ever seen should be a drive-through it it's i think it is i mean i drove through it there was some people were not happy about that but and, and i mean it's got like a i mean it's got this gigantic beer cave thing in there too that's just obscene but so it's uh, like uh it's like a mullet party in the you know business party it, it's like business in the, in the front back. but there's a party, party in, in the, the back, back really yeah. they've got a nice little beer garden they opened up back there wow. but uh but anyway Dang. that that has allowed them to kind of uh experiment and play around with Mike? and uh live show you know <laughs> shoot on location. oh my god well i Let's know the it. guys that do all the barrel picks for the party source in fact we're actually going to cut oh, an episode okay. with them uh in uh in next weekend and uh so um, we need yeah. to go there for a week. We'll do some suds episodes, some sips episodes, an intervention, some well, smokes episodes. I think we maybe. have more than a standing invitation to come to uh, Cincinnati in general. So thank yeah, we you should for be all, right. all of our fine listeners okay. in the Cincinnati area. JB, let's uh, let's yeah. rate this and, and get to our last beer. We got okay. one more good one, right? So this is the Dark Charge Imperial Stout Pinot version. We rated this a four. Uh, uh, nice beer, very complex. Yes. I love that. Now, last but not least, certainly, that comes in its own box. A a box. A box. It came in a box. Yes. A. Is the bourbon barrel aged Imperial Stout the Dark Charge? Okay. I think it should come with a Surgeon General warning. Except that <laughs> this is a twenty-three-year-old barrel. Okay. Ooh. That's been aged. Bourbon barrel. Yeah, it's a bourbon barrel. That has some maple syrup thrown into it. Okay. For some time. And then the beer has been aged in it for two years. 12.3%, which I find shocking. Oh, this is the baby. Yeah. This is the little baby. I'm going to give all my uh, tasting points here in 15 seconds. Boozy, sweet, different floral, creme brillee, burnt plum. 
Yes. Yeah. Yes. You know? There was like a weird fruitiness yeah. that I couldn't yeah, quite place on the nose. There's a dark beer, fruit. Though. Yeah. Really? That's yeah. awesome. I, I, I didn't. I, you know, I, I didn't rate it that well, but coming back to it, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is this is one that opens up as it warms up. Yeah, Just we, like we, a good we really whiskey let would warm these. up. Yeah, that's yeah. on me, man. This is one I would come back to, yeah. I, I, would. I don't think you're going to be able to leave here, so I think you've got that covered. Right. So, quickly, for the Dark Charge that's been specially aged with maple for two years, we rated this a four. <laughs> as it opened up. Okay. Well, this has been an extraordinarily cool episode. With lube. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. With, I hate to say it, but yes, with the lube. Mm, um, you can catch good. all of our episodes online. Christ. Probably not as funky as this one. Through <laughs> iTunes, YouTube, and our online podcast app. We love your feedback, and you can reach us online at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Our daily tasting notes flow out on Twitter and Instagram every day at sipsudsmokes. And our Facebook page is always zing with lots of news. Please take the time to rate this episode if you're listening online. And if you're my family, it's going to be okay. Five stars. Okay, and we don't have our own podcast app. It is your favorite podcast app. Sorry that I mismentioned that. It's okay. So, thanks to everyone that showed up today. Good old boy Dave. Hey, check me out on Instagram at good old boy Dave for my 60 second beer reviews. Good old boy Mike. Hey, don't sue us just yet. I would ask you to come back, check us out once again, and to keep on sipping. Good old boy Sparky. Business up front, party in the back. <laughs> As only the fine folks of Cincinnati can do it. Lady Fuller. The fact that you're on your work parole and you you would go with that. It's true. Yeah. We're so proud. We're so proud. I'm all grown up. This is good old gal Juliana. Thank you so much for getting to the end of this episode with us. And keep on chuggling and we'll see you next time. Mom, I did it. Tanhan production of Sip Suds and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time.